And, and, and that's fine, Phil, because you know what? I'm starting with a personal trainer on Wednesday, 6 a.m. Uh, I'm starting with a personal trainer. And when you turn off the air conditioner, it's, I'm not going to sweat no more. I'm going to be comfortable. You're going to see. I'm, I'm not going to be sweating no more, wetting up your chairs, wetting up your table. 6 a.m., yes. All right. That's Sorry. dedication. If I wait till 11, I'm not going to get up. Sorry, folks. We jump right back into it. Bright and early. What's going on? This is Avery Mason. I'm here with Phil Hunt, but I don't know, though. You know what it is. Thank you for joining us. We just catched up. We both coming back from vacation. Yeah, a couple of vacations back to back. I think you took yours like the week before me, and then I took one. So yeah. we went on a little short hiatus there, but mm -hmm. we, we back right back at you yeah. like we never left. Yeah, new episodes every Tuesday. And, so I know um, what it is. So I went to Florida, which we talked about, and I went to I went to the Poconos. And you went I back was in home. The Poconos. Yeah, I was in the Poconos. Where you were seeing the bear. Well, I saw the bear. You yeah, telling me about seeing the bear. Yeah, they stink, bro. They, like when you see them on TV, they don't talk about. They talk about the savage. They talk about the claws mm. taking care of the cubs. They don't talk about how bad they smell. They smell. You could man. The, the bear was like because I'm from New York. I'm gonna use car lengths to demonstrate how far <laughs> the bear was. He was about. Five car lengths away from the house where mm. we were staying. You could see him. Okay. And, you know, we don't have bears here in New York. My mother-in-law saw him. So they start yelling to try to, like, scare the bear off. Okay. And the, the, he wasn't paying no attention to us. But, you know, you feel like you got to do some kind of defense. He didn't even know we were there. Making all this noise, he turns and looks at us like, shut the fuck up. Like, he looked at us <laughs> and looked like, who the fuck making a noise? And just kind of like... This Whatever. He's got so much strength that it's almost yeah. like like when a small dog barks that he's got to look at like, you like, did the poodle just bark? Bro, he looked at us and he, you could almost see in his face he was just like tourists yeah, and just kind of like walked you know, off. He's a German Shepherd and you're a poodle. And he's just looking we mean like, nothing, but are you barking at me? Excuse me. But bro, he had an odor, and I was like, that I thought it was a skunk. It was the bear. Um, Not stinking. a lot of bear deodorant going on. Uh -uh. What's that old joke? Does the bear shit in the forest and not wipe his ass with a rabbit like he doesn't wipe his ass at all at all it just sits there if there's no rabbits around it's just like whatever he, he goes he goes into the water comes to takes avery's you. cabin in the there poconos you so you were in the poconos we was in the poconos in the mountains Which for those of you who don't know because i was unfamiliar before i uh came on the east coast here right that the poconos is like it's in pennsylvania yeah but a lot of New Yorkers, it's a very local like ski trip. In yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people yeah. who ski. It's in yeah. Pennsylvania. Uh huh. Which Pennsylvania is very versatile. Is what I'm figuring out. You got like Amish Town. What is that called? Oh, Lancaster. Uh, Lancaster. They got the chocolates in Hershey. Uh -huh. They got the guns in Philly. <laughs> right. And then you got and like Pittsburgh, the Iron Out West in Pittsburgh. But in New York, which I always say, you know, once you go up the Henry Hudson, once you pass uh, the George Washington Bridge, and really once you get up around it, it's beautiful. New York as a state is beautiful. Yeah. Now New York City, different, right? Yeah. Gritty, yeah. all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But once you get past, like I said, Henry Hudson, that exit, boom, you go, oh shit. What's going on over here like that? Yeah. The geography is beautiful. So a lot of people don't know that the East Coast, even parts of New Jersey, the rural parts, 
and then parts of PA that, like I said, the Poconos is beautiful. Actually, we we left New York and it was ninety degrees, and when we got to the Poconos, it was like seventy-seven. It was perfect weather. Hmm. Go inside the house, everything was great till we open up doors, mudrooms, all those trees up there keeping y'all yeah. nice and cool. It rained and we didn't get wet because we were covered by was like there a particular resort or nah, we, whatever that you went to. We did uh we did like an Airbnb type thing, a VRBO. We just rented a house. And went up there, and everything was cool until you get in the mud room, and there's nothing but ants. I mean, not ants, um, insects. Mud room. Uh, so explain. Okay, so most of us don't have them, but a mud room is basically what separates the house from the front door. So you walk in the front door, there's a mud room where you can take off your coat, your sneakers. You don't bring the mud into the house. Why right? uh, mud room? So is there actual mud in said mud room? I don't or? know. White people came up with it. It don't make sense to me. I don't know why nah, they call the mud room instead, instead of the front room. room. Call it the front room. It's the front room. Okay. But it's like so you. So there's not actual mud in Nah, the but they just call it's it just that. It's just the front room where you take off your coat, your, your shoes. shoes. Like if you have mud, you don't yeah, drag it up in the, the mountains. House. I could understand. Right. So you up in the mountains, right? Right. We was up in the mountains and we went in that mud room. We was up with bugs. And you know, we from New York. We don't use the roaches. So. <laughs> To see things flying around and fighting each other. It was almost like we weren't there. The spiders were fighting the flies. There was mosquitoes fighting uh, crickets. Um, and, and some things I couldn't identify. There were moths. And they were all just in this mud room just having an ultimate Royal Rumble fight. I've never seen so anything. Had bug on bug crime going on. Absolutely. Bug on bug we, we had to, we had to go in there with with the with, we had we didn't have bug spray we had bleach Clorox bleach in the bottle and we spraying it everywhere trying to fight these um trying to fight these bugs because you know it was it's it's a lot for for us to take in because you know normally in New York like I said you got rain you spray it on roaches roaches gone and that's it we don't have spiders fighting with dragonflies. Okay. You got, you know, intersectional bug violence going it was, on. It was it was a lot of it was a lot of killing going on in there. That's what I'm trying to say. Winning up the clock. Stop and, the bug violence. It needs some and bug the, and out the, sharpton. And the chancleta. We wanted to do the chancleta. A lot of bugs are black or brown, so it's black on black crime again. <laughs> All over again. <laughs> Just with the bugs. Bro, we was in there swinging, but it was great. It was nice. Good time out there. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have phone service. Remember, I was texting you. Oh, I was yeah, trying yeah. to text Your you. Joyce was flipping. You, bro, you text me. I didn't get that text message till four hours later. And then I, <laughs> you were like, yo, make sure you share the pod. And I sent you the text. And I don't even think you got it when I sent yeah. it. Because then your response Days came. Days later. Your response came the next day. And I'm like, I sent this message to you yesterday. So it was definitely in them creepy areas where service is not. Right. Yeah. We had Wi-Fi, but. I mean, it didn't make a difference. It, it didn't help. And I remember then, like, I was doing a show upstate, Jamestown, New York. I'll never forget. It's like an hour from Buffalo, New York. Mm. And I turned the corner, and I turned the corner, and turned another corner, and turned another corner. Mm. And it what looked like an apple orchard, and my GPS on phone just said, nah. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on out here. You figure it out. Let me get my manager. <laughs> and for about 20 minutes, my GPS was just like calculating, 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 calculating. And it's like, all right, man. Just so like I'm saying, enjoy the view. you know, people think of, you know, Indiana, where I'm from, as the country or give me another, you know, yeah, Virginia. But it's like, oh, nah, that's the woods. Turn a few corners in New York State. No, no. Yeah. Uh, by Albany, yeah. Syracuse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buffalo. Yeah. 
People forget how big of a state New York is. Now we man. go we go deep, man. I, I used to take the train from Buffalo to New York City, and that was that's six a long, and a half that's a long hours, train seven ride. hours. Amtrak so. or just Amtrak? Yeah, that's yeah, a long train nice ride. And peaceful way. Yeah, no, nah, but you're right. I, I used to DJ, and I remember doing like a, a party at Potsdam, SUNY Potsdam, which is near Buffalo. Mm-hmm. But the roads to go there, it's 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 like there's there's no light, so you just driving. Oh man. And I remember we driving one time and we just came across some goats just standing in the road. <laughs> at at, at two o'clock, at one o'clock in the morning, just like, where the, where the fuck these goats come from? They just, was like, just nah, bro. That's some scary else. shit, man. That is kind of scary. That's very Jordan Peele horror movie. What fuck y'all doing out here in the middle of in the middle of the night? Way, I gotta see this new movie. What is it called? Nope. Nope. Yeah, nah, I I guess it's a horror movie, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if he was full black, it would have been called Nah. Nah, B. Nah. Nah. Nah, B. Nah, B. Son. Nah, if he son. Was from New York. Nah, nah son. son. Nah, comma. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I've, I've heard mixed reviews about it, but. Is it really that scary? Because he's, he's a comedian. Get out, and then Us was like. Which I gotta watch it again. I've only seen Us once. I feel like he was definitely trying to hint at like classism. Is it a is it a gory movie or is it just us? like yeah? I've Have never you seen. Never seen us? I don't I don't do so horror. Get out, bro. No, I don't do horror. No, movies. you didn't even see Get Out. No, I don't do horror. Okay. Is it, is it gory? His is light horror movies because it's not like it's like you said. It's it's not like it's gory. None of his movies are gory, which I actually think is kind of genius of what he does because if you analyze Get Out, it's a it's like in comedy, people say it's not one idea, it's two ideas that makes a joke great. It's you bringing two ideas together. Every great joke you could think of, probably if you analyze underneath it, mm. it's two ideas coming together. What makes Get Out great is it's horror, but the horror movie, there's not a monster. The monster is racism. Mm-hmm. That's a monster we see every day. I kind of tucked it in there. I, I'm also going to say I don't like... Movies that play with mind games, I hate that. I, it, it makes me feel used. And that's the thing, because to even call this shit horror, it's more sci-fi, because there's not really technically anything gory or blood or anything going on like that. He's more of on the sci-fi tip, where it's like letting your mind wander. And like I'm saying, Us, which Get Out is... I'd say Get Out is really good. I wouldn't say it's great, because I reserve great for... What's a, give me an example. What's movie, For, what movie like, that's great? Like, great. Here's the issue I had. Get Out, I think, is... And here's the thing about timing, which I think timing... Timing is an underrated element of art, right? Yeah. It's like, Dr. J exists, right? But there's no sports center. Mm-hmm. There's no ESPN to run his highlights. Michael Jordan is the second coming of Dr. J. He'll tell you that was his guy. He loved him. Daryl Dawkins as well. Right. Sports Center exists when Michael Jordan happens. Boom. Gatorade also exists. Nike comes into the picture. Yeah. The rest is history. Yeah, Dr. J didn't get So, and I mean, I could talk about Instagram models too, that it's like same. fake ass happens. Yeah. Instagram happens. At the same time. Kaboom. Yeah. Kim Kardashian. You, you get Buffy the Body. Whoever Buffy. the fuck else you get. Yeah. Maya Michelle. Wait, so what, what movie to you is a great movie? I'm just curious. Oh, man. It's hard for me to say because right now I'm talking about this horror sci-fi-esque lane that he's in. Um, 
So if you ever see Sorry to Bother You. Saw that. Love it. I thought Sorry to that Bother was You movie. was better than Get Out. But Get Out comes first. Yeah, Sorry to Bother You had an independent release. It didn't really yeah. get as much acclaim. What's my man? What's my man name? Amari Hardwick was in it. Uh, um, the dude from Atlanta. From Atlanta. Uh, what is his name? Starts with an L. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, it's slipping my mind now. But That's yeah, right. Lakeith. And when he changes to a horse in the end of like classism, because you thought them people that was higher up was your friends. Yeah, he said, yeah, this 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 will make you, this won't turn you to a horse, I promise. And it turned to a horse. Sorry, spoiler alert. You got to go see that movie. Everybody, if you haven't, listen, I'm yeah. not a big fan of spoiler alert. I don't know how you watch porn. You know how it ends. Money. That's how it ends. <laughs> hey, man, I didn't know that was going to happen. Why you tell me? You didn't know he was going to finish? Which makes you wonder how was porn ended before the money shot? <laughs> was the, like, decided ending? But see, that, was it just a nap? Was somebody just going to sleep? And they're like, all right, you see, can cut. Old school porn, they probably showed all of that where, like, the guy would have his orgasm and then they would, like, have a beer and then go to sleep and show all that. But then they realized that... This isn't going to sell. We need to figure out how to cut all this extra stuff out. So they just gave you the foreplay, the act, and then boom, that's it. You don't get to see the after effects. But yeah, bro, if you guys don't follow... Who's the guy who directed it? Um, He's got an interesting Sorry to bother you. Yeah, his name is like... The director. Yeah, Theophilus. I would have to look it up, but... He's got an interesting name. Like I said, I thought that was a better movie than Get Out, but Get Out comes out out six months before it. But Get Out is really good, I think. And, and like I said, it's interesting because Jordan Peele made that transition from comedy, comedy into to, yeah. like, sci-fi horror. And horror. it looks like he's staying there. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I just, you know, I'm not into horror. I think the last horror movie I saw was The Sixth Sense. And that wasn't really horror. more <laughs> like suspense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't like screaming. And like, oh, like, I don't like jumping. I just want to watch a, a movie. But I might, I might check it out, man. I might, I'll check out Get Out. Since you say there's yeah. no gory scenes, I'll, I'll give it a... Oh, it looks like the director is named Boots Riley from Sorry to Bother You. I don't know. Boots yeah, Riley, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what he was talking about. Yeah, Boots. Yeah, it sounds about right. He's, he, you know, he directed... He did a great job. Um, I wouldn't... I'll be honest. I didn't know about it. I wouldn't have known about it unless Omari was in it. And okay. Omari was talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Omari we were on set. like boss-like character. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Right. He was talking about it on set. And I'm like, who's this Boots Riley? What are you mm-hmm. talking about? He was like, nah, it's this movie I'm doing. And it was really good. I liked it. You know, black people using white voices. Yeah, yeah. yeah all it, that. That's what I'm not doing. All that is in the movie. That's why I said, I'm like, damn. If Sorry to Bother You comes out six months before... You know, you could look at Get Out like Michael Jordan, but it's like if Sorry to Bother You comes out, you know, one of them's Michael Jordan, the other one's Dr. J. That is like, yeah. or you would either say Sorry to Bother You is Clyde Drexler. That is like, you know, Clyde Drexler wore number twenty-two. Yeah, and he dark skin and didn't quite shave his head. Michael no. Jordan shaved his head yeah. and wore a number above his and came out the year before him. The rest is history. Yeah, Drexler held on to that horse. Drexler signed with Etonic. Michael signed with Nike. Nike yeah, rest, yeah, is yeah, rest is history. That is just like, fuck. But Drexler also had the mustache, which I never understood. Like, why Why keep the mustache and... Michael Jordan was Mario and he was Wario. Luigi. Somebody got to be Wario out here. <laughs> <laughs> I say Luigi. Everybody forgets Wario's out here. Like, he's real. He exists. Yeah. 
But people don't really like a fuck with Wario like that. But but yeah, sorry to bother you is like I said a really good movie. Us that Jordan Peele made is really interesting. I want this motherfucker to explain the movies because you go, damn it! I, I have so many theories and ideas. So you saw he us? Doesn't explain any of them. He saw us. Yeah. Well, one thing I know, it was like they're doppelgangers from another dimension. It is our return to But it seemed like classism, almost the people wearing the red suits, different version of Lupita, but had to live underground, that mm-hmm. it almost was showing, it felt like it was showing, and now obviously in the movie they referred to them as tethers. Of like maybe this is bizarro world you or if you chose made the wrong choices right if you Avery didn't become an actor if you chose to stay a UFC fighter or whatever huh. or maybe if you just worked in the kitchen so it felt like maybe they were talking about immigration or something that is like I don't know man it felt very deep what they were saying or showing of like but. The fact that he never explained it kind of just leaves it up in the air. And I think a lot of directors like that, like that shit. Just, I don't like. I, I don't like when you don't explain. No, but, but they like the conversation because now mm-hmm. you're talking about it and you're debating with somebody about what it is, and he'll never tell you. What you? I'll say for myself, there's a certain part of me that goes, if I have to explain the joke, then it's yeah. Like I made the joke recently this week about you know Beyonce and this whole controversy. It's not controversy. But, you know, people have to make be upset just, about something. Just to help the listeners, if you're not aware of what we're talking about, there's been three people who want to be removed from Beyonce's album. That's the first. I've never heard of anybody wanting to be removed from the biggest star's mm-hmm. album. But Khalees wanted her her lyric. Her voice was used in our permission. She wanted that removed. Now Monica Lewinsky is like... Uh, oh, you have to change partition because you said Monica lewinsky all on my blouse and I'm a victim and... I was only 24. I was only an innocent old 24. And you go, innocent 24? And yeah. you go, listen, as a man, I don't have, and this is Phil Hunt speaking, yes. not Avery Mason. Not Avery all, Mason. Go ahead. But you go, I don't have the bandwidth for the amount of empathy that is to feel sorry for all 75 girls that are on Surviving R. Kelly and then <laughs> turn around and also feel sorry for a 24-year-old woman. Yeah. I was a kid. No, you weren't. You were a kid? You, were, you weren't a kid. I know motherfuckers who were 16 and, you know, jumped in a car, and that car led to robbery, and they got tried as adults. Sure so, did, and did time doing so time. So you go, yeah, you're 24 years old. Yeah. Maybe in white woman world, you're a kid. But, but on the black side of things, you're, you're grown. a grown motherfucker. You damn near grandma. What are you really talking about? Like, And not even on, also, just to add on to that... Also, the disabled community got mad because Beyonce used the word spaz right. in one of her records. As they was... got mad about a couple weeks ago with Lizzo. Yeah, yeah, she, she know, removed the word, ago. she removed the lyric. She's like, I don't want to make and anybody... She had to defend Lizzo. Like, hey, come on now. Spaz, that's us. That's what we say. Yeah, it's not... And that's what I don't like, that people look like... People, it's you. context. And you, you mm-hmm. got to understand, people... People understand what context is, but act ignorant. Oh, yeah. You can't use that word. That's going to create hate towards the disabled. Who the hell is going to hate the disabled community? Why would you? Why would? Who hates the disabled? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, there are people that, I ain't going to say they will hate. And obviously, they'll say, well, if you ain't disabled, you wouldn't know, blah, blah, blah. But I say there are people that will insult the disabled. But like you said, 
hate this life. They're, you know, ah, that's a hard community you, to hate. You, you ain't never saw somebody with some crutches and held the door open for them, or you saw somebody with like, you know, struggling to do something and say, okay, let me help you out, bro. We we looking for? I, I've never done that. I can understand now. Okay, the only thing I understand people have a problem or issue with the disabled is right. the fact that the handicapped parking up front and you can't find a parking spot. <laughs> And no one's in those spots, but you can't park there because you don't have a medallion. I, I that part I'm like, oh, that's crap. I mean, but everything but, else. But do we need handicapped parking at the roller skating rink? They ain't roller skating. They How many you. of them are going roller skating? Let's be real. In a wheelchair? No. And, and, and this, <laughs> this is Avery Mason speaking. This is not Phil Hunt or Anchor Media. I'm not saying y'all can't, but I'm just saying the reality of it is, if you're in a wheelchair and you try to go roller skating, it's kind of like, what's the point? You're already roller skating. I don't know. I feel like I should have said that. I feel yeah. bad. <laughs> I feel that bad. Edit that part out. I feel bad. Because if Beyonce getting in trouble and Lizzo getting in trouble, well, our black ass is going to be in deep part of it. Whatever. They're going to edit us. This is comedy. This is what we do. This is jokes. But here was my thing with the whole Beyonce thing that the ableist community, which, by the way, it's like, when did this even form? There's an ableist like, community. You know how long we've been saying spaz for years, and you know, I mean, I'm talking about out on your ass. I black out on your nah, ass. But I was when we use spaz here. We were talking about somebody who who like got really high and started tweaking and be like, "Yo, he's spazzing out." Like, oh, I mean, he's, yeah, that he's, was he's fighting so and so. That was definitely a, a version of it that I heard. But like I said, what I'm saying is. To me, it always meant to turn up or to, yeah, you know, yeah. to, to get wild a get little. Wild. Yeah, I yeah. was like, yo, this motherfucker's spazzing. Like, that was us. That's what we said. That it's like, that's black vernacular. I don't like the term, what is it, A-A-V-E. We call it Avonis. The new kids call it A-A-V-E. African-American vernacular, something English, yeah, whatever. Could y'all please stop recreating words? New kids. But then you, every, every no, kid wants to feel new. No. It's like transgender and androgyny. That it's like our parents was androgynous. That was Boy George. So, but and now, all them. now this generation now we're trans. So it's it's you uh, know, Boy George was almost a joke of like, what was that? <laughs> what was I? You know, he's like, hey, he's I hungry know. like the wolf. Anyway, <laughs> that's Duran Duran. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm fucking up over here. You're a Boy DJ. George was um, you're a DJ. The water, something about the water. Uh, damn. Hmm. It's oh so. We're today. We're not sponsored by Jameson. We're sponsored by Jameson's cousin Tullamore Dew, and that's why it's affected my brain. Because I'm trying to think of a Boy hey, George come on, song. DJ. You know some Boy George. I know um, some Boy George. I'm just. Do you up. really want to hurt me? Oh yeah, do that's you him. Really want to make yeah, me cry? Boy George. Anyway. Yeah. What I wanted to say was, yeah. So each generation needs this different term because we don't want to feel old, and everybody wants to feel like they're doing something new. So back to Beyonce, that it made me laugh because I say Beyonce and Lizzo, the UK, these are people in the UK that think that's an ableist term. Wow. Here in America, you know, unless you're hopping on the train, it's like, you know that's not an ableist term, especially if you're black. Because white people, whatever, but. People have common sense, Phil. Yeah. They refuse to acknowledge that they but have I'm common saying, sense. That's, you that's can't change an American artist's words because you're across the pond and don't know. And then it made me think about, well, what about shit that you say? That yeah. it's like, we know what you call cigarettes across the pond. Fat. I caught it, but I called uh, myself fat. I said fat. You don't have to say it. Okay. 
And that bro, that blew my mind. I'm like, maybe I say change it, then it'll make me and you change bro, it. Bro, so I, I blew my mind because when I had to do some edit. When I found that out, I was like, yo, right. that's, that's what you call secret. But I'm saying y'all call them Lucy's? Well, change your shit. Yeah. Like, you know, you coming over here to tell us to change our shit, change your shit first. So yeah, it's very like one of those things that you just go, really? So yeah, the CGI and Lizzo bowed to them as like. Come on, stand up for yourselves. Like, fight back. I'm sick of these. Well, it, 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 you know what it reminds me of when Michael Jackson uh, had the song "They Don't Really Care About Us." Mm -hmm. There was a look in there where he was like, "Kick me, okay. blank me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, blah blah blah. And so the, the Jewish people, hey, that's a word of hate. But the point of the song was to talk about that hate. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you put that in your song. An analogy and he all took that it out thing. of his song. Like he was like, "Take it out." And I, I feel like that's different because. And here's what I like. Like back then, you had to press up a CD, print, da 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 da. You ran your words through producers and mm -hmm. execs and CEOs, and they told you what was coming out and what wasn't coming out, right? Right. This is different because Beyonce and Lizzo uploaded the songs. Songs are out there. Yeah. That it's like, that would have cost, you know, them money to fix for Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah, back then, yeah. This shit doesn't cost any money. Yeah, it's like, there's out. no shipping. There's no printing. Digital. And I mean, obviously, I know CDs still exist, but it's like, who the fuck is purchasing a CD? So anyway, streaming now, that is, you know, you just go in and edit the album. Yeah, and then put a new track on there. You know, yeah. it's like a fucking Google Doc that yeah. you edit. So it's like, much more simple now, but you do go... I mean, how many times are people going to change shit because y'all feel away? Yeah, I don't like what you said. And like, you need that's to... so easy to do and just be like, oh, I don't like what you... Yeah, I don't like what, what you said. What surprises me is there's a coalition for everything. There's a coalition that you would... Like, there was there's something, some bodega worker... When the thing happened with the bodega worker, I found out when... That happened that there was a coalition of bodega workers. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea there was a coalition of mm -hmm. bodega workers that when this happened to this guy where he, he stabbed a oh, the guy patron. guy in Mary they, shirt here in New York that was a bodega stabbing on, was it 133, I think, in Broadway? Yeah. Bodega owner wound up stabbing a guy over some chips. Right. The girl's, his, his girlfriend's car was declined. Y'all may remember the story. Yeah, we talked about we this. talked about yeah. it on here. But it yeah. just, they had a bodega workers union. I'm like, there's, there's a union for bodega workers? Mm -hmm. So there's, there's something for everybody. Handicap, colorblind people. They regulate the price of tropical fantasy. There you go. They oh. go hold on, you you charging one a dollar and a quarter? Yeah, I'm only charging a dollar. Do well, you know that was one of my favorite snacks? Was it? Like I have it on my TikTok. I just did my the best snacks tropical of the '90s fantasy. part one. It was when I would come out of school, I only had two dollars. So back then, you know, you would you would have to. Budget, so okay. I buy me a honey bun, fifty cents. Right. Tropical fantasy, oh. which was also fifty cents, and a bag of uh, cheese noodles for a quarter, and you still have money for tomorrow. Tropical fantasy was was by far, and I don't care what y'all say. Oh, the government put stuff in there to sterilize black people. Let me tell you something. I had a son on my first try, no missing. That stuff does did not work. Because <laughs> I told my office, yo, I drank Tropical Fantasy years ago. This might affect my ability to make kids. She's like, all right. One for one? One for one. I didn't miss. Ooh, no okay, step back, Steph no Curry. pump fake, straight up. Interesting. When because is? Because I, you know, grew up between 
I'm born in Kansas, raised in Indiana and Georgia, whatever. Anyway, we didn't have tropical fantasy down there. So tropical fantasy for me is like uh, Rachel that used to be on BET back in the day. Rachel. Caribbean Rhythms. You don't remember Rachel? Stop. I got you. I got to look that up. Rachel? Rachel from Caribbean Rhythms? That's a tropical fantasy to me. I remember Cedar. Mm, this motherfucker remember digital chick. I'm talking Rachel Caribbean rhythms. That's Caribbean rhythms. Oh, BT, come on! I know what I'm talking about, boy. You'd be like, hold on. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, I remember. Fuck with this. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Rachel was. What is she doing now? We got a Rachel. If you're out there, please contact us. At but I don't know though pod on Instagram, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast and follow us on the gram. Rachel, if you're out there, please DM us. Why? Yeah, no. What you doing now, Rachel? Rachel was bad. Yeah, the lights gonna join. Hey, she was serious business. So that was a tropical fantasy to make. Hilarious. I, I can't believe you've never had a tropical fantasy. I never fantasy. knew it was juice. No, what? Tropical Fantasy was uh, juice and soda. We and then it. when we got into the 90s, later on, they were trying to get healthy, so then oh, they made boy. it a juice. <laughs> and they changed the bottle. And it wasn't the same. Back in Indiana, we got... Um, oh, my God. She's 50? We got a Tahitian treat. You know Tahitian treat? I've never heard of that. That's a serious pop, which we call it pop. I mean, pop? I call it, what y'all call it? Irish. Soda. Soda. <laughs> You know what's interesting in Georgia, they call everything a Coke. Boy, get me a red Coke. And you go, red Coke? Red. In Indiana, where I'm from, they call everything pop. Fago. You don't mess with Fagos out here, but Fago serious one. I've heard F-A-Y-G-O, Fago. I've heard of Fago. I've never, I never had it, but I have. what the chips is. Yo, the first thing I do when I get back to Indiana in the Midwest one time I took the Greyhound out there. As soon as we got across the Pennsylvania line into Ohio, boom. I walked into this gas station, boom, Grippos. You ever have Grippos? I've never heard of Grippos. Barbecue chips with, it's, it's barbecue, right? But they sprinkle just a little bit of sugar on them joints. Grippos. Grippos is so fire, bro. Like everybody, all my Midwest people, Hit, hit the comment box for the podcast, email us, whatever. Struggling right and now. And tell us about Grippos. Grippos is fine. But they sprinkle just a little bit of sugar over them joints. And it's just like, man, it's perfect. Fago. It tastes like they grill them. Grippo. Yeah. What's up with these names? I don't know, man. We adding the O's on the end of everything in the Midwest. That's how you know it's good. Grippo, Fago. Grippos, Fagos, but... Yeah, I had to go back home from a wedding this week. That yeah, we yeah. How was that? I wanted to ask you, man. How was, it was how dope. Was I, you know, got to give away my little sister because my father was late. Let me ask you a question. Can can I call it Nap Town if I'm not from Indianapolis? Yeah, you can call it, Constantly. bro. I was Nap Town. You said you had to give away your sister because your father was running late. My father was running late. It was a wedding for my little sister, you know, my baby sister. And, yeah, you know. He was late, so I was like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, can you give her away? So I wound up giving her away. You know? When did he show up? And what was his excuse? You know what's funny is I walked her down the steps. 
And as I got down the steps, I looked over to the left, saw him, and was like, oh, I'm out. That's it. That's it for me. So, <laughs> Your job. You take it from you know, I wound up handing him off to her, or handing her off to him, rather. And, you know, our boyfriend, they got married. It was cool. It was dope. It was you, good you, to see people. You, you like the boyfriend? He's cool? cool yeah, guy? He's been with us about 10 years now, so it was about time. Why do you think, why do you think people wait so long before getting married? Because it's really, nothing really changes. It's just now legally, you share the same last name. Well, my thing is, and yeah, I, I'll agree with you on that. And I'll say my thing is, and what I always say to a lot of girls is, marriage is a financial and a religious institution. Financial meaning, y'all don't own property. Yeah. What are y'all doing this for? Yeah, we have an apartment. Religious meaning... If you have to like contact a pastor that neither one of you knows, mm -hmm. what are you doing this for? <laughs> so marriage to me is a financial and a religious institution. And I think as the generations have gone on of, you know, free black Americans, we've gotten so far away from religion that it's just is like what are we even doing? It's a religious well, I mean, institution. Yeah. So yeah. That's why I think people just kind of live as they are. I'll actually go as far as to say this. I had an auntie who came to the wedding, and I said to my auntie, I said, where's your husband? She looked at me and went, what husband? And I go, the guy that I've been calling my uncle for the last 30 years. Hilarious. And she goes, boy, we've been together for about 35, 36 years now. We are not married. Damn. And I'm like, like it blew my mind. I'm like, whoa, everything I know is a lie. It's a lie. Y'all got children, y'all got grandchildren. She's like, boy, a piece of paper don't make us. Wow. And I said, oh, okay. I mean, it, she's not wrong, but also I'm just like, so you guys just made an agreement? Is this like a faction? It's a tag team? What, what, what is it? Why, I mean, I guess people... Well, again, going back to, you know, I think a scam and the old comedian joke that I'll go with is, if I charge you to get in the club to get married, meaning you got to pay for the marriage license, right? Right. Did you pay? Yeah. We, well, we paid the church. We gave the church a offering, and a love offering. How about how much? Just $200 offering. Okay. And then the piece of paper, doesn't it cost you yeah, the that, actual we, piece of paper? That was $75 to the city. Okay, that's not bad. $275? Yeah. That's pretty good yeah. yeah. Well, that's not too expensive. But my point being, if I charge you to get in the club, right? Mm -hmm. And you come in and you go, mm -hmm. side party, man. And then after 10 minutes, you go, I think I'm ready to go home. And I go, hey, hey, player, that's going to cost you. <laughs> and you go, what you going to say to me? It cost me to get into the party. It cost me I got to pay the leave? I got to pay the leave. Paying the leave, that's the divorce. Yeah. That you go, I paid to get in and out. Yeah. I could have just did this shit on my own. Of like, I just could have not involved the state and the city. Yeah, you just live together. I could have not involved the government. So, I, I guess look at my aunt like, yeah, I, I'm 36. Mm -hmm. I've had a couple girls in a long time, you know, four or five years. You go, that might be the path for me because, like I said, it's a religious and it's a financial institution. I guess marriage is a government thing. If you meet a girl and she ain't going to church every Sunday, I ain't even going to say every Sunday. She don't go to church twice in a month? 
the fuck we going down there for? It's for who? You belong to the devil. <laughs> this is an uh, uh, institution of the devil. There you go. You belong to the streets of the devil. You're not, you not have whatever the opposite of a pastor should ordain you. I think a lot of women just like the idea of it being all about them and them having this. Well, yeah. guys, guys don't care. Like, And that's what I think has been realized amongst this generation that you know, with the, that a lot of women realize the paper doesn't mean nothing. These a lot of these guys still behave like they're single. I've had friends who, you know, they're married but they're still on Tinder mm. and hitting up random women. And, you know, they're telling all the random women, "Yeah, you know, me and my girl, you know, they're not working out. Well, we breaking up. They're not breaking up. It just yeah. You know, so." I'm saying it only means something if you make it mean something. Well, I, so. my, my sister got married, and her and her husband, they went to the courthouse. Okay. They didn't even do the wedding. The only reason they did the wedding was because my mother made a big deal about them not getting oh. married in the church. My mother was like, y'all got married? So you ain't going to do it in the church in front of God? I'm like, I'm pretty sure God... <laughs> God got other shit. Yeah. God got more important things to do than be present at this wedding. But right. he was there when they were at the courthouse. Because they make you swear in the Bible, too. So, God was there. He had to see it. My mother was like, nah, you got to do the church. Okay. There's a pastor got to be there. So, they went. That's fair. I can respect mom being like, boy, you better do this shit and do it right. Like The, the funny thing is, my sister was pregnant when they were married. When they I were at the church. Married, but, and then some of the women in the church were like, look, oh, she's pregnant? Hmm. I done seen, <laughs> and that's judgmental as hell. That is. I done seen, you know, opposite where the child is the ring bearer. So hilarious. In saying that to say shotgun weddings, that is like that's fair. Of like, you know, that's better than a lot. Where like I said, I done seen weddings where there's three children. You stand up there. That's and my the dude goals. like it's about time. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's about time. All four of your children are here to witness it. Yeah, old enough to remember. So yeah, shot. You know I remember when you got married and I caught the flowers. Well, a woman's pregnant and the mama coming. You, you gonna make an honest woman out of my daughter. You know, fair enough. And it ain't enough of that, to be fair. It it kind of reminds me of something I saw, which is kind of sad, because this was a 20-year-old thing. This is a little segue here. You ever happened to Irv Gotti? What happened to Irv Gotti? Irv Gotti went on another podcast, Drink Champs with Nori. Irv Gotti. Yeah. And he was talking about his situation with Ashanti. And, you know, I didn't know that Irv Gotti was dating Ashanti, but he was. And he says he he found out that they broke up um, when she showed up with Nelly at some concert. And, you know, come walking in, all these people screaming, ah, what's going on? Oh, uh, Ashanti just showed up with Nelly. He's on Drink Champs talking about how it made him feel. And he's talking about it. And Nori was like, uh, sound like you still hurt. He's like, no, I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. And you know what they hurt when he get louder after he's like, I'm not hurt. But you know, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Her God, he is quite the character. Which, by the way, the part that Avery is not mentioning Go ahead. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't is that, yeah, he was hurt that Nelly was with Ashanti and Ashanti was with Nelly. Folks, Herb Gotti was married at the time. Well, well, they was married, but they were separated. That Stop, because I just Phil, told you, look, my daddy used that lie for about 15 years straight. Phil, they weren't living together. That's the point. Negro, listen. All right, That's good. what niggas always say. The ladies out there that are listening, y'all know, hit me up, tell me your stories. I feel your pain. I've mm-hmm. seen it. 
Nigga, quit telling that lie. That's what I'm not. That's what he said. I'm just telling you what he said. He said they were separated. They wasn't together. Irv God is a liar, and the truth ain't in it. <laughs> that's how. Murder Inc. You don't think so? Listen. How many bodies they got on that label? Irv God is a liar, and the truth ain't in him. Bro, he was in there. So talking. again, he was in like there. I said, Ashanti was with Nelly. Irv God, he was hurt. Irv God, he was married, folks. Irv is still hurt about it. You can tell by how he was talking about it. He's of course still he hurt about it. Yo, she just showed up with him. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even know nothing. I'm like, damn, yeah, Irv. It's like two unmarried people. That's who should have been good together, you bastard. He showed a lot of emotion. Like, if mm-hmm. you've ever broken up with a woman, like, or something like that happened to you, have you ever showed that much emotion in front of your boys? Or do you act like it didn't bother you? Nah, I would definitely act like it didn't bother me. That's how you dealt with it? Yeah, but it's not like I was ever married to a chick, so, you know, naturally my emotions are a little more tough that it's like, ah. You just shrunk. It's you're, you're all just kind of fun and games, and when it quits being fun and games, it's like, well, where's the door? So you don't put a period at the end of the sentence. You see a girl, she messes around and be like, you just shrunk, and like, all right, all right, well, that's I'm, how it is? All right. I mean, we'll see, but I think I'm more of on the Erica Badu lovely. You know, she was like, Somebody was asking her about, you know, Common and Andre 3000 and the DOC, all these guys that she dated. She dated the DOC? She has children by all of them except, oh, shit. except for Common. I didn't, I didn't know that. Uh, you know, uh, Jay Electronica, she has a child by him. Damn. So the rap super group is her. <laughs> you know, Andre 3000's kid, DOC. Damn. Jay Electronica. So somebody was asking, she was like, I think love is in phases, meaning... You know, you're with somebody five, six years, and that's it's fun. And I think more people need to view it in that lens, and then they wouldn't be like, oh, I was hurt, or I was this. It's like, we had fun. Just like a job of like, for five years, then that regime changed. Oh, upper management changed. I'm out, deuces, or you get phased out. You better than me. I don't show no emotion. Like, when that happened to me with my ex, I just kind of went in my room. My boy's like, yo, you coming out? I'm like, I ain't coming out. What's wrong? Uh, you know, I, I just don't feel good. I stayed, I kept to myself. I never sat there and was like, yo, she left me for Nelly, bro. Right. I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm saying, mm-hmm. Negro, you're married. Like, cut it out. So, I don't know, Philby. And it's really know. dropping dime on Ashanti, too. And I'd be curious to see her interview in response to yeah, that. Yeah, I want to see what she's got to say. Or if she's responded to that to say... You know, maybe I was your young girl and shit, but what the fuck was I doing? You know, because what was that? This man was a grown man and he was married. So, and you know, a lot of young women have made that mistake. But like I said, I think we all have to realize what we're being ridiculous. Irv is being ridiculous in that. Irv is being ridiculous in that. Motherfucker, you're married. And you know, the fun part of that is... That I would guess they have kids, him and his wife, that it's like, you know, your kids hear you, man. You sound like a fucking crazy man. Mm-hmm. And you're really confirming everything that your your baby's mom or your um, the mother of your kids is saying. I was saying about you, yeah. About you, of like, this motherfucker's in love with his artist. Mm-hmm. What's really going on? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to do some research there. Now, that, that, that rumor was out for a while, but it was never confirmed. Like, they never said they were messing around. They never 
officially came out as a couple back then when she was when she was hot like that. Acceptable that at least because I know I had as a father my dad classic good father mm-hmm. bad husband when I grade him you know that he was a cheater and all that but you know motherfucker raised you and you always had food and you had clothes so, and a roof over your head so you can't judge him extra hard and then you get out here and to be honest you see how good some of this pussy is, and you go, <laughs> I see what my dad was talking about. Maybe that lady across town just had that firehead. <laughs> it was just so good. You wrong, daddy, but I understand. But yeah. I understand. So I understand. I try not to judge men too hard. Like, eh. But Irvin, I'm sure it's Irvin saying that there was some context given to, I'm being completely ridiculous here because I'm a married man, but and Ashanti is fine. We could all understand how mm-hmm. a motherfucker would have missed Ashanti. What's crazy is he was like, yeah, we just finished having sex. You know, I'm working on her next hit. I go to the concert. She walk in with Nelly. Remember how he found out? I'm like, <laughs> you, 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 you just finished having sex? How bad was it? Well, <laughs> she went to go find country grandma. Yeah. Hey, I'm going down, down, baby. Maybe that's what you should have been doing, or going down, down, baby. You might have Hilarious. saved their relationship. <laughs> Hilarious. That might have saved the relationship. That's why she didn't left. She didn't go down, down, baby. Yo, she didn't, baby. But that's the difference between also being a guy behind the scenes and being a guy, a star. That is like, yeah. hell, he's a star. Yeah, a star. Most people... Couldn't pick Irv Gotti out of a lineup. The police said, but yeah. He also seems like he's Italian, that you go, who the fuck is this? I don't know, he looks mixed. He might be Puerto Rican black guy. That's, What's his real name? Who the fuck is Irv Gotti? That's his real name. His name ain't Gotti. It's Irving, oh, no, Irving Lorenzo. Jesus. Irving Lorenzo, him right. and his brother. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty funny. Mm-mm-mm. But I feel for him. Well, what else is going on in the news? Something that came across my timeline that I thought was pretty funny. Airbnb apologizes after Mississippi slave cabin is listed as luxury getaway. Oh, no. Yeah, about this? What happened? There was an Airbnb listing in Mississippi and everything a traveler could ask for. Bed and breakfast, suite with exquisite antique furnishings, soft linens, a brand new bathroom, access to Netflix... But there was something else about the cottage luxury listing that proudly advertised. This property was an 1830 slave cabin that housed enslaved people at a plantation in Greenville, Mississippi. So Airbnb basically took it down. <laughs> and there was this, what, what happened was it was a black lawyer that found it. He was looking for a place for his family to go stay in Airbnb. They found his place, saw it was a slave cabin. Made a TikTok about it because nobody it goes... It was a slave cabin. It was advertised as slave cabin? No. They found it. It wasn't advertised as slave cabin. When they clicked on it, it was like a house off of the main house. Okay. And in the description, it said this used to be uh-huh. the slave quarters of the plantation. Uh-huh. So the lawyer that saw it, <laughs> instead of going to Airbnb customer service, he did what everybody does nowadays. They go Put to TikTok, TikTok and complained. And yours, if you just bring us a bella cot in a day, a bell. So what? Airbnb has now taken down all. Of listings that mention plantation or slave quarters. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. That's like... 
You try to make money off of 400 years of hard labor. Yeah, that should be obvious, you know. Some, a lot of this shit should just be obvious. I'll tell you what's funny is I went home and, you know, my mother watches daytime TV, so. Mm -hmm. Mari, Jerry Springer, that you go, this shit still comes on. It's absolute trash TV, but you know what came on? Brain candy. Was whatever the show is with Henry Louis Gates. That he does like an ancestry show. On PBS, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this black lady is on there and you know she's talking about where her family's from and originated from Mississippi, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I fall asleep. But as I'm falling asleep, I'm thinking, black lady, you shouldn't be on here. I wake up, she's crying. She's crying? And they're telling her, like, this is what it was, so... This guy was shipped to that plantation. His bloodline kind of ends there. And this person was shipped to that plantation. And you're just like, lady, what did you think you was going to get from Ancestry? <laughs> Which, by the way, for those of you listening, the actress Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, there's controversy surrounding the show. Because, Did you just say the actress, Ben Affleck? Oh, my They have a gender change that I don't actress, know about? Actress, but actor, whatever. Gender doesn't matter. It's not His real. pronouns are he, him. How dare <laughs> Anyway, Ben Affleck went on the same show, which I forget what it's called, but I'm going to tell you here in a second. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck went on the same show. To do what? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you. And, oh, it's, it's entitled Finding Your Roots, this show, which Henry Lewis gave. So he went on, and it's like, again, especially as a black American, I'm very conscious of, like, look, there are horrible enough people in my family. Mm -hmm. I don't need to go back and find out that one of my ancestors was one of the people selling black people to other people. Man, I'm not going to do anything for me. Or, you know, was one of the snitches of the plantation, one of the house Negroes. I don't need to know that. Mm -hmm. So I don't go digging. So anyway, Ben Affleck went on here and found out <laughs> that his, his, you know, forefathers, his great-grandparents were owners of slaves. So he asked them to edit it out, and there's this huge controversy, you know, involved in that. That is just like, you know, I'm sorry, Ben Affleck. Who the fuck did you think you were? And you know, I've experienced that even here in New York with a lot of um, a lot of white guys. I'll say that you start talking about white privilege, and they go, "Well, that doesn't exist. I'm not rich." And it's like, motherfucker, I didn't say you were. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying is when your people immigrated here, you can document that mm -hmm. from Ellis Island to here to here to there, from Italy, from Sicily, from Ireland to now. Yeah, you can track I, some, some people can track their stuff through Ellis Island. My people can't track their stuff through Ellis Island because we didn't come through Ellis Island. We came, mm -hmm. we came through plantations. That it's like, yeah, I can't track my mind. Just kind of goes, eh. About here, and then uh, about that, that it's like, yeah. So, you know, it's funny because you see that played out in real time with Ben Affleck. That, like I said, you know, a lot of white guys are stuck on my white privilege. Well, we're not rich, and you know, my people came here and they worked hard. And you go, hey, hey, I'm not saying your people did not work hard. They came here from Ireland, it's Italy, whatever. What I'm saying is, 
my people worked harder. Yeah, a lot harder. And for free. Mm-hmm. Because they'll, we work for a quarter. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. So, it's funny that didn't happen. <laughs> And they told him who he was, and he was like, "Nah, nah, nah, be check that down." It's like, hey man, I tell you, motherfuckers, this, but uh, yeah. So yeah, this show wound up actually getting canceled mm-hmm. by PBS. Which after, oh, I'll read the headline here. After omitting details of Ben Affleck's slave-owning ancestor, finding your roots is suspended by PBS. Oh. Yeah, you, if you're going to tell the truth, you got to tell the whole truth. You can't omit nothing. And shame on Ben Affleck. Yo, own it. I didn't own the slaves. My great-great-great-great-grandfather did. Man, that's crazy. And and I'm not big on the past. A lot of us need to focus on the future. On the, love, and on the present. I love Kanye. One of his genius quotes is he was like, fuck black history. Let's talk about the black future. And you go, I, yeah, like... Not fuck black history, but like, yeah, let's we'll, focus we'll, on we'll the future a little yeah. more. Who's got ideas now? Who's George Washington Carver now? Like, Yeah, who's the peanut guy now? So, yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, we do spend a little too much time maybe focusing on the past, but the past needs to be acknowledged. It like does. I, I, I find it so funny that <laughs> what did Master Affleck think he was going to go on there and find out? <laughs> That's funny. That, like I said, you know, every, every white guy would be like, well, that, I, we didn't know. So, and it's like, somebody did. Somebody did. There's too many of y'all that did own slaves. Mm-hmm. Not enough that didn't. I guess he thought he was going to find out his, his ancestors like, was you know, abolitionists. If you ask around now, everyone would be like, not my people. And it's like, hold on. Somebody had to own these plantations. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I just, I don't have a, I think it's so, I mean, like, at least they were honest and open about it and said, look, this used to be a plantation, but we've redone it. There's no chains. There's no, you know, pain, but the ghosts of the slaves still reside there. So if you want to stay here, it's kind of haunted, but you know, at least they're honest, but I don't, it's weird the Airbnb would take all those listings down, but also at the same time, I feel like trying to profit off of... It felt like they were trying to profit off of saying, look, this used to be slave quarters. You can sleep with a slave slept. I'm like, motherfucker, that's not how the slave slept at all. They didn't have indoor plumbing and Netflix. Motherfuckers, (laughs) what was outside the window? That was Netflix. (laughs) Close close the shades. I don't want to watch no more. There we go. So have you been following any of this Brooklyn pastor stuff. Oh my god. It's so interesting. How could somebody okay, so if you don't know, you're not from Brooklyn. Did we have a pastor here? You may know him because when we had the subway shooter, he was negotiating with the police to have the subway shooter turn himself in. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the bishop. He calls himself a bishop. He has a church in Canada. Bishop Lamont is Bishop his name. Lamont. He has Lamont. A- I'll I'll tell you his full name, but for now Bishop Lamont who Yeah. The reason this came to uh, national prominence or into the national spotlight is that this Brooklyn pastor was allegedly, allegedly, how's alleged? Robbed. It was on. It was on. It was not, on it's a not, live no, stream. No, it's not alleged, Phil. It was on live stream. You can, I'm saying it's alleged because Jesse Smollett exists. Oh, that when you watch this, you go, hmm, uh, everything's a little too convenient. He got robbed on a live stream in the middle of church. He, you get, there's a stream of him in the middle of service. Somebody comes in. He gets down on the ground. The thieves make off. 
the number's gone up every day since they talked about it, but the, uh, originally the thieves made off with a, like six so figures. Bishop Lamore Whitehead, everybody listen. Lamore Whitehead. Google Lamore Whitehead, and he gets robbed mid-sermon. Yeah. Which I was like, God damn it. They say, you know, Harlem makes it and Brooklyn takes it, and Brooklyn, Brooklyn took it again. Right before the offering, too. Just right before the collection plates went around. Everybody give it up, and this ain't going to Jesus. This is going to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They took. Uh, it started off. They took six figures, like two hundred, four hundred thousand dollars worth Allegedly. of jewelry, and then the number went from four hundred thousand to one million, and right. now it's like four Which million dollars. Convicted before of like fraud and different in stuff. In his past, went in to his prison. Past, in his past. So I'm trying to believe him, but when you see like a pastor, in his on, past. When you see a bishop stunting on Instagram, what do you think, Phil? Okay, he's moving around like a rapper. He's Phil, got a Rolls Phil, Royce. Phil, Creflo Dollar has okay. a Rolls Royce. All them people, all them big passes. Who's doing Houston? The white boy. Uh, white who who, who kind of talks like this when Joel he talks? Osteen, yes. Man. Praise God in the Bible. <laughs> this is Joel Osteen. If you want to send some money, Why you look constipated when you That's how Joel he talks. Osteen. Look at his videos. He looks <laughs> constipated because he knows bullshit. Sorry. But a lot of these pastors are taking these people's money and building themselves so, a life they would never have. Do you need? Because they like to say, "Well, a pastor, a good pastor, wouldn't wouldn't operate from desperation or from poorness. Mm. Poorness. I'm making up shit. You can tell I'm poor. Uh, but th- 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 their saying is always that why should a pastor or a man of God be poor? So what do you what do you think as far as that? I, I agree. I don't think a pastor should be poor, but it's just weird when you live the life of opulence and you have this image congregation, of, right? Of people who serve who you serve look like princes right. and well, not, not even not even that. You have this life of opulence. You got this Rolls Royce, all this expensive jewelry, name brand clothes, and your church looks like crap. Did you see his church? Mm-hmm. It looks like he just opened it up like last month. And he's still, I'm like, how come your church looks like this? How come you don't got one of the mega churches? These headlines are crazy, you know. Now, New York doesn't quite have the space for a mega church, so I understand that maybe that, but when, His church when, is you, next when to, the guy says he's robbed of 400000 in jewelry. Hold on, my, Phil, his church is next to a bodega. That's okay. my point. It's and like everybody's immediate response is, why are you wearing $400,000 worth of jewelry? Now, he says, because I have to let the robbers and the crooks know, as a man of God, that I live above them. And that Whatever. they Whatever. will not stop me from wearing that. So, so you feel like that's wrong or like he, that's... I don't... I, I, I don't... And then I'll say how I feel. Because I'm like, I, what? I, that, my problem is the fact that he's, he's living in this nice house, opulent and everything, and his church looks like crap. Now, if his church didn't I look like his church, and from what I see, go look it up. His church is next to a bodega, you mean like the actual outside. Yes, it don't look like you know your church looks like that, look, but you pulled up in a probably a storefront. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, why your church look like that, but you look like you live in? Good but house. like I'm saying, there's not much space in New York that you know people. Fair, but your church don't have to look like stuff. that. Now, if his church looked different, I'd be like, all right, his church looks good. He looks good. How much money is he making? There's something he's not telling us. When I saw the size of the church, I'm like, how is it he's able to afford a Rolls Royce on what he's making? Because his church ain't that big. It's not like he had yeah. one of them super mega churches like Triple C, which is in Brooklyn, which is a Christian cultural center. They've got a mega church. 
Salt from Salt and Pepper goes there. All these famous people go there. This guy's got a church. None of those people go there. <laughs> Memphis Bleak goes. Memphis, Memphis Bleak go to that church. Does he? Really? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, uh, you were joking. I'm making right. joke. So now here's the real thing. He, the bishop, honors Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent honored by church bishop delivers get the strap sermon. Oh my god! This is in 2018, so that's hilarious that he's that. And yeah, you see him taking pictures with rappers. Somebody called him the, uh, you know, Dior Deacon. <laughs> That's funny. And I'm like, That's funny. And, and black people, we always a little more fly, a little more flashy. You can watch the Kings of Comedy and see their well-tailored suits. Yeah, well, every, jewelry, everybody, needs a, everybody needs a Bishop oh, Don Magic But you wand. watch. You know, Kings of Comedy, that's that, right? But mm -hmm. then you watch the blue-collar comedy, too. It's like, you don't see nobody in a suit. Well, maybe Ron White, but it's not Taylor. All right, hold on a sec. So we're coming up to the end of segment one, the catch-up. We'll be right back with segment two and some advice right here. But I don't know, though. At Avery Mason, official on Instagram. Please follow the show, uh, But I Don't Know, Though, pod. And follow Phil Hunt. I am Phil Hunt. Right back. We're right back. Hold on. These messages... Hey, y'all, we're back. Segment two. It's advice time. And we were just finishing up what we were talking about. about pastor. Is it pastor or bishop? I always get confused. Uh, bishop Lamont. Uh, Lamont, Lamar, Whitehead. What is that? I think it was Lamont, Whitehead. And what I was saying to you was I'm just, I don't mind the fact that he's got all the chains and he's doing a lot of stuff. Like I said, my biggest problem is. Lamore Whitehead. Lamore. He got, he looked nice. He got his. Rolls Royce, but your church looks like doesn't looks look like I said the middle of Brooklyn. You only got so much space. You can't really build a mega church in the middle of Brooklyn where Canarsie. That's where he is. Canarsie, yeah. So I get it, but like I said, when I start seeing the pastor in a Rolls Royce, here's my thing. I understand we have to, um, as New Age people of a New Age time, we have to get rid of some of the uh, past traditions, meaning the um, just the box we put certain professions into. But like I said on an earlier episode, hey, man, when I see slutty trucker on Instagram and I go into a store and I know she works for Ooch Chips and I ain't got my chips, I'm like, fucking slutty trucker is busy hosting a party. Slutty Trucker 89, that it's like, you know, I understand the traditional truckers are dying out, meaning the, you know, old gray beard, whatever white guys, and that maybe a young, thick chick is now driving trucks. That's how she's making her money. But I need her to have the same level of professionalism mm -hmm. and on time to this, the punctuality <laughs> of those old truckers, right? Mm-hmm. So going into the same thing about the bishop that it's like, all right, I need you to be Kirk Franklin. I understand Kirk Franklin also was the P. Diddy of gospel. He was. So I'm not too into the traditional, but brother, I don't need you wearing four hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. They should have. There's no way they should have gotten that much when they robbed them. That. And now I the, think you falsely claiming this for insurance. Uh, that's what fraud. A lot of people say. A lot of people also saying he he set up the robbery himself. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, it looks why? that way. It looks too perfect. Too perfect on camera. He got down. The guys came with guns. And then, like I said, it's a double win for you. You get my jewelry, give it back to me. I pay you twenty thousand. 
I keep my four hundred thousand in jewelry. I insurance fraud, boom, I get another check. Like, come on. Until they give me some proof. And then he's I'm, been I'm to prison. I'm not. I'm not saying that until I get some proof. It's just people just prison. talking. I don't like the judge, brother like, Malcolm. They, Malcolm X been to prison. Detroit Red. So so did Malcolm. So did MLK. MLK went to prison. Nah, hey, that's oh, not prison. Did he go? Not, Prison. Did he? Whatever. Oh, um, What's the, what, what, what? Them locking you up for protesting a little different than prison. All right, whatever. Did he go to jail? Brother, brother was he Malcolm in jail? been to prison. Now, what, Martin was, Luther was King ain't been to no such thing. Was he in they jail? They took him to jail because right. he had a dream, there brother. You go. There you go. He's in jail. Over so. protesting, That's though. Right. He's it, directly connected to... It's still to jail. Malcolm went to jail for pimping white women and being a cat burglar. Anyway, <laughs> my point that's is... That's different. People over here start making all kind of rumors now. Well, you know, he stole $90,000 from me. And they keep bringing up when they talk about him getting robbed in the yeah. same sentence. And I have a problem with that. Unless you have definitive proof that he did such and such to you, stop saying it. Now, was you any can't... of this jewelry even a Jesus piece? What did he have? Pieces That's a great piece. It probably was. was one... prayer hands? It probably was. <laughs> Man, probably... everybody know you took he had that. The Kanye medallion. He had the Kanye medallion. Nah, the Jesus walks chain. You know, I don't even know. To be honest with you, it probably was a cross and Some like a couple other things. Go. Nigga, you need Leviticus chapter 12 on your chest <laughs> and gold encrusted chain with diamonds don't forget the diamonds like, yeah I, i'm not gonna act like i need my pastors to be extra humble but mm -hmm. a rolls royce and 400k in jewelry seems like that's a, a little much large. the fact that they got that Especially much when they robbed him i was like how you get that much off of him like you've seen what canarsi is uh, now shout out to my mother's humble. shout out to my mother's church discipleship faith but if anyone ever went to rob them I don't know if we're breaking a thousand. We don't have that many members. Okay, and they might get robbed back. Yeah, it might be a little. Bit they might spend more money. They, they might spend more money trying to rob the church than they actually get. So, like brother, you got an AK. That's worth more than this whole thing. Yeah, we don't have that many members. So yeah, I don't know. Like I said, some of the rap video music looking sermons that he's doing, it feels like it's made to attract them. And then you know me, I'm pro victim blaming. So when we went to victim blame, hey, you shouldn't be wearing 400k work for jewelry. He immediately responds with, "I'm not gonna let the devil stop yeah. me from wearing. The devil ain't stop you from wearing shit. Them niggas in Brooklyn did. This jewelry is to the glory of the Lord. This is and that's what he said. You know, yeah. my choice, my church needs to see that I'm anointed." And it's like, oh, you anointed and robbed like a motherfucker. You sure did. Sure I don't was. know, man. Well, it definitely feels like a character from the Boondocks. It's <laughs> like a pastor who acts, looks, and talks, walks along and talks like a rapper. But it's a pastor. But it's a pastor, and even when robbed, he responds like a rapper. We gonna take care of y'all. It don't look like you are. No. And and Jesus said, "We will smite thee with my Glock." Whoa, 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 whoa Pastor! Jesus ain't say none of that. Right, well, what chapter that. is that, Pastor? What chapter is that? Must be the New Testament. It must also, be the New New Testament. It like when they came to rob you, Jesus got on the floor with the rest of y'all. Sure did. Because you just got robbed. All right, y'all. So one of the things we love to do here on this podcast is give advice, unfiltered. But before we answer some of these advice questions, we need to let you know that we're not experts. Not at all. I ain't never been. I ain't never been in school for psychology, therapy, none of that. None of that. 
If you're hoping to get your life changed by listening to our podcast, it's probably not going to happen. But. Probably not. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if anyone's changed their life because they listen to us. But we could, ruin life. we could just give them a different perspective and maybe some help. Nobody says we know what we're talking about. Phil, did you ever go to school for therapy, psychology, anything like that? Nah, nothing I can remember. What do you have your BA in? Do you have a BA? I don't have none of that. You have an associate's? $400,000 worth of jewelry, none of that. I ain't even been to church. Right, so. Church is chicken. If we give you, answer your advice question and and it doesn't work out, you can't look at us and say, but you told me to do this. I'm like, we don't know what we're talk- we talking about. We're just talking. We ain't tell you to do nothing, fam. I see. So good luck. And just remember that. When you hear this advice, we like to help people out. It's the premise of the podcast. Now, if you have a question that you want to submit to the podcast, at But I Don't Know Those Show, B-U-T-I-D-K-T-H-O-P-O-D. But I Don't Know Those Pod on Instagram. You can even send it to me and Phil. How can they, how can they find you, Phil? Uh, at I am Phil Hunt on all social media. All social media. At I am P H I L H U N T. Per usual, if you can't spell at I am, I don't want your dumb ass following me. That's right. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's the Avery Mason. Instagram, Avery Mason Official. And as again, I'll say it again if you want to submit questions to the podcast, but I don't know the pod. Like, share, subscribe, and follow. Let's get to the questions. First question. Can I ask a new hire to go by a different name since she has the same first name as me? (laughs) Wow. Uh, We're in the process of interviewing, and we found a great candidate who we might be ready to move forward with. A big snag, though, is that she has the same first name as me. We work in a small office with less than 10 people, but we utilize over 300 volunteers, most of whom are 60 plus. Because of my position, I don't have day-to-day interaction with most of the volunteers, but it's important that they know that I'm the one in charge. (laughs) We'll also both be out in the community doing outreach events. And again, it's important for the community to know the difference. Is it out of bounds to, to I ask her to go by a nickname? For example, if we're both named Amanda, could have asked her to go by Mandy. I think that you need to get over yourself. <laughs> it is not the first time you've come across someone who has the same name you do. When I meet someone who has the same name as me, I reach out and give him a pound. Hey, Kevin, now I'll never forget your name. And if someone's looking to beat up Kevin, I can always point to you and say, there he goes. Not knowing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not knowing if it's for me or for him, but I'll just... You know, that happened to me in junior high school. There was a kid named Otis. We didn't have the same name, but we looked alike. And I'll never forget walking into the classroom and saying, why are these angry thug-looking gentlemen stopping Otis? But I, I went in the classroom ignored it. I came out of the classroom, and they were like, where were you? We were looking for your ass. We wanted to beat you up. And I was so glad that Otis looked like me. <laughs> yeah, Otis. You know, Otis, Otis, Jamaican Otis, he was like, I'm not Kevin. Me name not Kevin. And I was just like, I walked right in past it. I didn't even try to break it up. Yeah. But it's like, you've run into people who have the same name before. Get over yourself. (laughs) There's no names original unless it's Jalen. Jalen was the only original name. And he was on record. Jalen Rose. He was on record the first Jalen ever. My favorite patient. 
Every everybody after that came was Jalen. Cousin but, used to work in the strip club, and she was like, oh, "Her name was Jalen." When Jalen Rose come in, so I've always loved Jalen just as my cousin did. Yeah, cousin in every industry, apparently. But but what what would happen if there was another comedian named Phil? What I mean? How would you get mad? There's plenty of them. This, yeah. you know, Duckett. There's different ones. Shout you out know, to Phil it Duckett. Is, it is what it is. Dating know? app disasters podcast. Yeah, yeah, very few of them make it to my level or whatever. So, Duckett is one of those that you go, all right, people are kind of mixing this up. You must be at my level. But, uh, yeah, you know, when I was in, like, probably eighth grade, I was in a class. It was weird, but there were four fills. Damn. So, I just went to my middle name, which is Christian Michael. So, so they called you Christian? I was Christian Michael for that whole year, and there are some people to this day that would be like, shut up, Christian Michael, because I was in that class with four fills that it was like, it got weird. Phil, this, you know, they would just give you the last letter of your last name or whatever, the mm-hmm. first letter. So, you know, Phil H, Phil this, Phil that, Phil this, Phil that. So I was like, all right, I'm going to help you all out, Christian Michael. Yeah, I just think it's weird that she would get mad over nah, something. Nah, I understand. Thing. Like when a new NBA player comes to a new team, if there's a veteran player coming to your team that you know, say Jason Terry, that's always born thirty-one, he may pay you, and I think that's the tradition they're gonna have to set up if that's the thing she wants to honor of like, I'll pay you to mm. have my number. That's yeah, rookie. Yeah. I know you wore it last year. That's one year of a legacy. I've been in the league 15 years. This is my number. Here's, you know, 50K, 100K. Why don't you let us call you Mary? Let me get yeah. that number and you be who you are. So, you know, I understand, you know, on the woman's side, a lot of them don't watch sports. That it's like, well, there's a courtesy and a procedure that comes with that. Fair mm-hmm. enough. That you want to maintain that you're called Amanda or whatever the fuck. Mandy, I don't know. So, you need to be willing to pay the piper. Mm. Here's, uh, I'll give you $50 a week. So, you think there should be pay or some kind of compensation? I'll buy your lunch once a week. Don't just say, you can't use my name. Here's nah, some compensation. Don't just say, you got to tell them what it means to you and understand that, you know, what it may mean to them and... You know, if they can maintain being Amanda, then you be Mandy or you be Amanda W, whatever, and you be Amanda. Because, you know, it's not, it doesn't line up perfectly because sports is not a perfect analogy that, you know. No, I don't If I saying. play linebacker and you play running back, then it doesn't matter. We're not even on the field at the same time. Right. But, you know, like I'm saying, that it's like I respect those sports stars who are like, eh. Hear this out, kid. I got a maximum contract. I'm making forty million a year, yeah. and you're making five. Yeah. Here's a million. Give me my number. <laughs> and it happens, you know. We live in a time where everybody wants recognition to be recognized. Everybody wants to be individual. No one wants to acknowledge that there's more than one Avery in the world. There's more than one Kevin in the world. You're not the only one that thought of that. At name. the real field. And yeah. you go, God damn it. I swear, I bet you, you know what, I'm going to look this up. Instagram. I bet you, you are not the only Phil Hunt. As a matter of fact, let me no, do No, I'm me, not. I know I'm not. There's like a guy with a guitar, but let me as see. I go along and I get BET credits and Apollo credits and Swain in the Morning credits, 
Oh, oh. that guy's moving down. Wait, wait. How do you, do you spell your name with two L's or one? It's with two, but because people misspelled it so much, I dropped the two L's and just made it one so everybody could feel like they were doing the job. Okay. There's a Philip Hunt, mm-hmm. and then there's a Phil Hunt who's a producer. Mm-hmm. He produced the movie Cargo, which was about zombies, which I actually mm-hmm. did like mm-hmm. that movie. And yeah. It was a really good one. Yep. He's the co-managing director of Headgear Films, that Phil Hunt. That's it. So what I've discovered is, and I mean, you have to be more specific. Because just to type in my name, I'm sure you get a bunch of names. But once you type in comedy, I'm happy about that. Yeah, there's a Phil Hunt who plays in the NFL. When I type in Phil Hunt, just period, a film producer is the first person that appears. What movie says he produced? Whatever. Who cares? You're like the fourth or fifth Phil down, Phil Hunt down. On my Google, I'm like the third. So I'll take that. And yeah, I remember the Phil Hunt that played for the Eagles at one time. Mm -hmm. But like I said, the more and more I do this, it's like, yeah, you're slowly starting to be the number one Phil Hunt. So I'll take it. It is what it is. Hmm. That's true. All right. You know, but like I'm saying, that it's like, you know, if you want to be the number one, you might have to pay somebody a little bit to say, hey. Put the work in. Right. <laughs> but I'll take, like I said, that it's like, once you type in Phil Hunt and comedy. Then well, you're, you're number here one. Here I come. Then it's like, all right, well, yeah. fair enough. All right. Well, question number two. What was yeah. her question in particular? It was, should she care about that? What was it? Should... Can can she ask the new hire to go by a different name since she has the same first name? Yeah. Uh, to ask her to go by a different name, like I said. It's kind of silly. We're grown-ups. There could be more than one Amy. There can be more than one Mary. More than uh, one Joe. It depends on how big the office is. There, there's ten people. It's Joe. You got Joe, yeah, Joseph. It's like Amanda 1 or Amanda 2. I don't know. That's tough. It, it's be a grown up. You you again. We're talking context. The sports, you have a number. You know, it's. Like it only the, matters if they're both in the same room at the same time. Then you okay. have to be like Amy one, Amy two. Other than that, it's just Amy, Amy. and they're gonna look that Amy. This right. Amy, so Bond, hey, Amy, human Amy. resources, Amy. Hey, uh, security, Amy. You 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 know who you're talking about when you're talking to them. And like I said, the only time that'll make an issue is if they're both in the same room. Then they both look there. Like, no, I'm talking to security, Amy. Other than that, it's just Amy. Like, relax. She doesn't need to change her name. Because you were there first, so what? Football reference, I get it. I just don't think it's 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 that serious. Get over it, ma'am. <laughs> number two. Uh question number two. And uh just let me quickly say that all of these questions come off of dig.com, D-I-G-G. Thank you so much. Uh before I move on, hey Phil, are you feeling this Tullamore at all? Yeah, it's creeping up on me. Yeah, it's creeping up. Tullamore Dew. When you can't afford Jameson, get you some Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey. It's slap. And I'll, I'll say you should drink it with lemonade because I didn't think it would taste good with the lemonade, but I'm pleasantly surprised. It tastes really good. And I don't normally drink Jameson or Tullamore Dew. Um, next question. This is a good one, Phil. Should I tell my husband's friend I've had a crush on him for two years mm-hmm. and think about him every day? 
I have a huge crush on my husband's friend, Shane. I think about him daily and fantasize about him every night. He used to <laughs> he used to come into the place where I work once a month. I wanted to tell him back then how I felt, but I chickened out. I recently changed jobs, and he came into where I work now. I made a point of talking to him, but said nothing about how I feel. I'm sure he could tell by the way I was smiling. That's women. I went to the races when Shane was racing and wanted to tell him. Hold on. I went to the races where when Shane was racing and wanted to tell him then. My husband was there and went over to talk to him, so I stayed sitting on the bleachers. When my husband returned, he said Shane asked him where I was. I have felt this way for two years. My husband and I have been married for seven. When I'm driving home from work, I fantasize about Shane riding in the car with me. I hurry to get to town, hoping I'll see him at the gas station or passing by. I'm considering contacting him on Messenger. I have never thought about my husband this way. Please give me some advice on what to do. Ma'am, you want to cheat on your husband. <laughs> Why the hell are you so invested in Shane? Shane didn't marry you and give you his last name. Give you some advice on what to do. Never tell your husband this shit. At all. And as a matter of fact, don't even say nothing to Shane, you weirdo. Tell your husband. She knew about Shane before her husband. She was saying he came in somewhere. Nah, she she met Shane because of her husband. Oh, no. That's a, her husband's best friend. She liked Yikes. him. Yikes. Bro, you, no, you, ma'am, ma'am, you should not say anything. As a matter of fact, if you say anything, you say it to your husband. Trying to think on this. And then he'll get mad at Shane I'm and want to whoop Shane's ass. Because I'm like, what if you, what if I told my girlfriend I was into her best friend in a fight? That's a fight. You want to have a threesome? See, I see what you're saying, but I don't think but that's her. That's not how it goes. I don't, it never goes like that because I don't Except think. Exactly. Well, since you like the bitch, go live with her. And they start throwing your shit on the curb. Yeah, I don't. So, I don't hmm. think her husband would be happy to know that. Nah, absolutely. Like if my not. wife was like, "I like your best friend," I'm like, "Fuck!" So like, things that's supposed to be kept to yourself. Yeah, hmm. but she might want to look at why friend. she's so interested in Shane instead of her own husband. Like, hmm. what's going on in your marriage where you're like you bored and now you're like, "Yo, this dude that races cars." I feel like what women, most women, will do if they like a guy. Just realize, well, he's a good guy. I like him, but he's not for me. I have my guy. Hey, I have a cousin who, you know. Yeah, there you go. That they'll be night. Whereas we as dudes, we don't really do that a lot. We go, you fine as hell. I want to fuck you and your sister too. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're kind of selfish. Whereas I feel like a lot of better women or good women will mm -hmm. be like, this motherfucker's a good guy. So, yeah, I think she needs to separate, like, is it some sexual desire or is it just, like, he's a good guy and you think he's decent yeah, looking? I, I feel like most women are visual. Like, they, they like the idea of things. Yeah. And, like, let's say she goes ahead and messes with Shane and he's whack and he's mm -hmm. terrible. Now she's like, yeah, I thought it was going to be good, but he was terrible. Or just so. if her husband's better to her than he is. But, like I'm saying... Who, who was it that used to do the joke of like, oh, I think it was Chris Rock of, 
a guy sees your woman and says, damn, you got a good woman there. I got to get a woman like your woman. Mm-hmm. And a woman sees a guy. He's like, I want your like, man. I want your man. I want your man. But like I said, I feel like I've known some better women. And what they'll kind of tend to do with that is, okay, well, this motherfucker's attractive. He can dress a little bit. I'm going to hook him up with my cousin. So, yeah. It's like you can you can keep them near you, but I think to give in to your desire would be that's crazy. Up. And what type of world would this be if we all gave in to our desires? Meaning, mm-hmm. what if your husband liked your sister? Yeah, how would you feel? Yeah, exactly. What she, this the, the writer? And I think the letter writer would probably be happy because then she can get out of her relationship and go after the and best. And I friend. think, and, and I want to open this door of like, I am not of the belief that like women have to keep who they think is attractive to themselves. Meaning, like, we all got a girl who will be like, your cousin's really alright. And you go, yeah, that motherfucker always get chicks. I, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, you know, in, attracted to him, but I'm saying a lot of women that are around me, they like him. They gravitate towards him. I understand that. Right. So I'm saying that to say, of like, just open the door and see what he says. And he'll probably come with you on that. Or like, you're not alone. Meaning she's not the only fucking woman who probably finds this guy attractive. So his own, was a cousin or you know, was this his friend? His, his friend, friend, his best friend. His own best friend will probably go, oh yeah, Mike's a great fucking guy. And then the two of y'all can work on that together. <laughs> and then you can feel happy in the fact that you get to express that you've find him attractive and you think he's I don't I don't word? feel like most people are emotionally mature enough to hear that kind of information because if my wife were to tell me yo I like your best friend I think he's cute I'm like fuck you look at my best friend I, I've been around some girls and they oh your friend might oh yeah yeah I fully understand because you go I go out with the motherfucker I see how the girls react to him mm-hmm. the motherfucker's attractive and bitches like him like I don't think that's I think there's a certain level of honesty you need to be with your partner. Yeah. That I think that. But that's not where she's at. Like I see what you're saying. Yeah. Her, but, hers is more of a sexual nature. But but then here's all I'm gonna ask because I've been this guy too that a girl will go. You know that bitch Tanya we work with and you go, Tanya. Mm, light skin, about five ten, ass fat. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. bitch. And you go, what about her? Awkward moment of silence. And your girl go, would you fuck her? And you go, what type of question is that? Mm-hmm. But then you go, I'm not finna lie to you. Yeah, she's bad. Like, this is not, I wouldn't be being honest. So I'm saying that for a woman that at a certain point, it's like, you know, Mike, yeah, da, 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 we talk. Yeah, Mike like that. Would you fuck Yeah. Dudes, we will never ask that question, but it's like because yeah, we don't want to know. I don't want to know. No, like, we I don't know, know the answer, but ultimately, it's like shit. Me and Mike be running the same game, using the same game on chicks. I know you go for Mike. <laughs> I just got to you first. Shit, we met you the same night. Me and him was out together. Hilarious. You was on the right side of the bar, the east side, and he was on the west. And I just happened to connect with you faster. And Mike, let me have you of like. You know what I mean? So yeah, but that's how guys are. Good women, that's how we women are, get all that. It's like I you know, think I, I put my drink down and I was here first, and, and I told you I was thinking about talking to him. You talked to him, and now 
He's with you and I'm mad I about it. It should have been me. She might as well confess her sins. To who? Huh? To him. And then he'll probably say, well, yeah, everybody, you know, I grew up with this motherfucker. I know how women react to him. Bro, I disagree. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying. I disagree. Once you put everything on the table, you can kind of work from there. A, a angle of like, all right, well. You got that cousin? And then the yeah. dude, as dudes, we go, your cousin yeah. got that ass. Mike probably liked yeah. that ass. And then, in fact, you can go, not, 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 I'm not guessing, does Mike like that ass? Mike liked that ass. Bro, I think Hook she, him up with your cousin. She tells her husband that she has feelings for his best friend. Her husband loses his shit, goes and says, what are you doing with my wife? This Stay away from her. But what I'm saying. You, if, as men, if our bond is strong... It's never becomes a me versus you. If you're a swagged out type motherfucker, I understand. Bitches like well, that's, women that's like. The question. I understand women like you. I'm not mad at you about that. I knew that when I introduced you to her. I can deal with it. I just need her to admit it. So the same thing with women. That like I said, I think that's the more honest side of women. That Women will flat out kind of go, you fuck Tanya if I wasn't with you? And you go, man, I'd have your girl Tanya bent the fuck over this couch right now. Like, you know what I mean? Whereas dudes, we don't really express that emotion. Although I think we have our ways of like... Well, keep it our head, you know. You think he can dress? And then the chick will go, yeah. And you go, you fuck Mike. It's like, yeah. So... I just... I see. I hear what you're saying. I just don't... Way to go I, about I think for that. her, I don't think telling her you've been fantasizing about... Mm-hmm. His best friend is the way to go. You definitely don't tell him. You don't need to tell him you've been fantasizing. You just need to give him enough hints that he kind of goes, I like Mike. And then she goes, I like Mike. And what I'm saying is, as guys, we have to give women space enough to admit that they at the least like a guy. They'll never admit it. I don't never need to hear from my girl. Oh, I want to deep throw him. I want to diss him. I want to straddle it. Like, I don't need to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. But you could just say, oh, that guy is attractive. Cool. I understand where you're coming from. And I think women have to be in their place, too. Now, obviously, we'll put a woman in that place more quick than they'll put us because their yeah. hair will overreact. Yeah, we stop at a red light. You see something crossing in front of your car. And you're like, damn. And it's like, what, what, what that mean? Oh, yes, shit. Uh, absolutely. Like, your cousin Tanya, <laughs> you know the bitch cute. Uh, Every time she walked past, I got to look at the cookout. You know the bitch <laughs> bad. Like, cut it out. My my aunties, <laughs> at the when I went to the wedding this weekend, they were, or last weekend, they were telling me about my little cousin. She's more like a niece mm-hmm. that had a BBL. And once they mentioned it, I'm like, which... For those of you listening, BBL Brazilian, Brazilian butt lips. Lip. Anyway, I was like, well, shit, I ain't seen the little girl since she was about 15, 16. I thought it was puberty. They're like, no. And I'm like, well, now that you mentioned it. <laughs> I mean, I've been trying. Uh, to she got something back She's then. fucking related to me, so I'm not <laughs> trying to, like, stare at this little girl's ass. Uh, now that, on. you know, my mom and my auntie are sitting here discussing it in detail. Come you on. Know, Okay, now that you asked. Yeah, I did notice. I guess I know something was going on back then. What happened? I, I uh, chalked it up to puberty. She been working out. Is she working out? Puberty. But no. Fair enough. So you go, uh, yeah, well, uh, so I'm saying that to say, 
I think we can't act like we don't all have eyes and don't see things. Fair, fair. But in this situation, my opinion says, you tell me you think my best friend is fine. I'm doing everything to keep him away from you and telling him, do not come around here no but more. But that would make me as a guy go, ah, well, cool. Like, my, my girl is telling me she thinks Mike's attractive. Like, I would feel closer to her because she's really being fucking honest. You want to you yes. feel in, like insecure? Like, yo, why are you looking at my homeboy like that? Like, you with me? I'm not a very insecure guy. I feel like, oh, I look decent. I'm pretty funny. Like, you know what I mean? Of like, I have a good sense of humor. I'm quick. I don't feel very intimidated by many guys. Okay, so let me ask you this. If she's telling you the same way she said in her letter... Well, I look forward to running into him at the gas station. I try to go where I know he's going to be at so I can see him. You want to be like, mm. no, because I think you almost like, you know, it's that different. guy exists in every friend group. No, and you kind of say to that guy at a point, instead of fuck away from my girl, motherfucker, like, yeah, but it's different. But, but what, it's not direct. What she's saying is kind of in general. What I'm saying is what's, what she's saying is different from what you're saying. You're saying just admit to you think he's cute. Anybody can do that. I think mm-hmm. Halle Berry is cute. That don't mean nothing because I'm never going to come across Halle Berry. But she's like, yo, right. I think your friend is cute. But, but what I'm trying I go to, say to his you, job. Hold on, hold on. Halle Berry is universally regarded as fine. Absolutely. People Magazine, most beautiful person. Yes. Like, take that off the table. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is a, a normal person in a friend group that may be attractive to a level of, or even just charming. To a level that just people, women like him. No, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. And you can't admit. No, no, what I'm hold saying. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just saying, you don't have a guy friend that's like, you admit, like, no. No, but that's not what I'm saying. No, like, that's you think he's attractive, but no, 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 just no, no, that, no, like, no. you understand no, no, women are attractive. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that, and then she says to you on top of that, I go to where he works because I want to run into him. That's nah, my point. Nah. But you, she you want to be all that. No, no, but that's what she's saying. That's what that's the chick what is I'm saying. saying the, 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 to her, but that's my advice to her is scale that back. You don't need to say all that. And the reason I'm saying that is, you know, we've all met, you know, the cousin or sister of a girl and went, God damn, I drill your sister. You don't say I drill your sister. You yeah, just, I, I go to his job and run into the, him. At the least, the most you can do is when she. Pops up and asks you that weird question. Look at her on Instagram. She done got a BBL. And you kind of go, What? 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 I never you lying. noticed. You lying. But you go, when she goes, If you could, you would, you go, Nah, I'm not answering that. And then later, she goes, Well, you couldn't answer. So I know what the answer is. But then you say to her, Okay. Yes, I would. Bro, I remember we did a game night, a couple's game night, me and my wife and some other friends of ours, and we were playing Family Feud, Mm -hmm. and one of the questions came up, if your husband could sleep with one of your friends, who would it be? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I'm not really into none of them, but she's like, nah, you gotta pick, and I picked one of her friends who's like a bigger... Oh, no. It was just a game, but I picked one of her friends who was a bigger girl, and she called me a liar. She said, you're a liar. Because you already told me that this person looks like me, and that's who you would be. I'm like, nah, she's not my type at all. Like, at all. And she told me I was lying. And I'm like, that's why I'm never going to... But that's what I'm saying. Like, here's the thing with women. 
they know your type before you even do. You start, you know, telling yourself, they go, well, who'd you date before me? And then they figure out who you dated before me. They go by your mother's house. Yeah. There's a picture of who you went to prom <laughs> with. They're putting it together. And that's why I'm saying, at some point as dudes, we got to kind of go, that type is dark skin and tall. And then you go, is my friend Mike dark skin and tall? Yep. Yeah. He's darker than you and taller than no, you. I get it. Tall, dark, and handsomer. Well, what I'm saying so, is she's going the extra mile of going to this guy's yes, job. That's, yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes, it's a, it's a bit much. But what I'm saying to her is, and what I'm saying for her, and catch what I'm saying, for her is that to get the guilt off her chest, she may as well admit, admit. that she likes the guy or that he's attractive. Because I think once you admit that, mm -hmm. it kind of takes the monkey off your back a little. Meaning, when I say the monkey off your back, I just mean that you can be honest around mm -hmm. your significant other to say, I, God damn it, your sister, your cousin, your nephew, your, your niece is kind of cute. Okay, the bitch is cute. Like, you know what I mean? When you sit there and pretend, it's like, yeah, well, you never come out of that because now your partner has an unrealistic expectation of you to lie. And that's what I'm saying. I don't want her to lie. Do she have to tell the dude she's fantasizing about rotting his face? No. But she could just say, like, you know, Mike's kind of cute. <laughs> All right, well. In so many words. And then I'm sure he'll go, yeah, coming up. You know, Mike was my biggest competition. We went to Skate Rink. We would all try to get numbers. You know, I got nine numbers and Mike got ten. Like, there's that guy in every group. There's that girl in every group. So, uh -huh. there's no need to be in denial of that. The motherfucker's attractive. And I think that's a burden on your partner when you start putting it off of, like, don't say that. It's like, I guess. Bitch, your niece cute than a motherfucker. Like, yeah. What can I really say? Well, your, your cousin, whoever the fuck. So, well, um, before we go, I got one more question. We didn't mention this. The Mega Millions lottery. Somebody just won one point two billion dollars in Illinois. Now, it wasn't me or Phil because I can almost guarantee if Phil wins, if Phil won one point two billion dollars. I'm not going to be able to reach him for mm -hmm. a long while. But if you won $1.2 billion, what you, what you doing with it? If I won it? $1.2 $1. billion. Yeah. I want to go to Hawaii. That's my first place that I want to go on my list. So, yeah, I'll probably clear a month on my schedule. No comedy shows, no work, no nothing. A month. I think Hawaii and New Orleans is on my short list. I know a lot of black people like to... I'm going to Jamaica, I'm going to here, I'm going to there, I'm going to Paris. Listen, Brittany Griner, you see the shit that's going on with her? I'm staying on amongst the American waters, brother. Where it's legal. Not just where it's legal, but where things are somewhat fair. Mm -hmm. I mean, they haven't been fair. We've all heard of, what was the book? that they To Kill a Mockingbird? Mm -hmm. That they introduced to, to us in seventh grade. Seventh grade, yeah. Things are somewhat fair again. So yeah, Hawaii, New Orleans. I want to go to Texas, Houston. I got local dreams. 
I only want to do, if I won that 1.2, which I did, I'll tell you that right now, wasn't me. But if I did, I only want to go visit places with two syllables in the name, like Fiji. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to go Fiji, places like that. Tahiti, three, two or three syllables. I want to go there and see what's going on over there and spend money like I don't care. I want, I want VIP treatment. I want a white butler. I want all that. Mm-hmm. I want to give him... I want to call him like, what's a racist name for white people that I can call him if I own him? Sir, you can call me Cracker as much as you want. I'm paying you $600,000 a year. Yeah, I'm going to call you Cracker. Yes, that's right. Yes, I am a Cracker. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that. I want that kind of power. Because that's the kind of power these white folks have now. A lot of these people with this money, they're doing wild crazy. Look at Jeffrey Epstein. How many years he was doing what he was doing and getting away with it. So I can't call a white person a Cracker for $600,000 a year. If I'm paying my butler, nah. So I'm going to do that. Travel, I'm going to go to Fiji. I'm going to get me a white butler. I don't know. I would probably buy my old job and fire my old boss. Somebody bought the company. (laughs) Who? Avery. Avery Mason? Yeah. He bought the company? Yeah. He wants to meet with us. And show for the A, Pepper B. Hey, man, good to see you. Guess what? I got some bad news for you or just you. <laughs> You're fired. What? Yeah. I didn't like you back then. I don't like you now. You're fired. They just sell the company after that just to fire. I don't know. That's weird. I, I hold on to things. But whoever won $1.2 billion, congratulations. Please do something good with the money. And um, don't tell people you have the money. Shut up. Make investments. Get a lawyer. Get a, Make a trust or make a company that can talk on your behalf. I'll be damned if I win $1.2 billion. Go me. Go on camera and talk about how it's going to change my yeah, life. You got to have a lawyer. You got to wear the screen mask so your there family you members don't know it's you. Yep. Kevin Avery Mason. You got to switch a whole nother name. I'm Jeffrey Mason, I'm motherfucker. Jeffrey. I don't know none of y'all. Jeffrey No Sam. So it is what it is. But yeah, money is... is both the gift and the curse. Did, did you play? Did you buy a nah, ticket? Nah, I didn't. I don't. You never know, Phil. You won one point. I used to do the like the scratch offs. Mm-hmm. When I first did it, I think I did a dollar scratch offs when I first turned twenty one. Mm-hmm. When I'm eligible to play, and I right. won, I think fifteen dollars. Okay. Then I won fifty dollars, and I just quit playing. I'm like, all right. So you went out on a high note. Fair you were enough. like, I'm good. I used to work at a gas station. I seen people come in every Friday. Paycheck in hand, yeah. I play fifty dollars, and it's like, do you do you think Bill Gates plays the lotto? Nah, but stock market is that, but it's a smarter investment. So. I love I love the saying, you got to be in it to win it. Oh. Yeah, but you know, lotto's a dream of like, what did, what did my man? Biggie said a dollar in a dream. That buck that bought a bottle could have struck the lotto. It's not said so. You know, I'd rather buy a bottle. <laughs> the bottle's guaranteed. The bottle's bottle guaranteed, ain't yes. going nowhere. Yes. There'll be no winners. When you pour it to the bottom, it's just the buck that bought a bottle could have struck the lotto. Y'all know what it is. Listen, so. but I don't know, listeners. Let us know. What would you do if you won $1.2 billion? Let That's us the know. First three the first things thing you, you do. Because, like I said, I think I. Fix up my mother's house, which she inherited from my grandma in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Then, boom, I'm off on my vacation. Like I said, I want to be gone at least a month out this 
you know, at least a month, like I said, not out this country, because like I said, I'm not liking the climate. I'm not liking what Putin's trying to do to Britney Griner. I'm not liking none of that stuff overseas. Yeah. So, Mm. you know, Eiffel Tower can wait. I'm trying to see Bill Street. Bro, I'd probably buy my own comedy club. I'd buy a a comedy club and pass myself at the comedy club. (laughs) <laughs> my my picture would be the first, my this. picture be the first one on the wall. Only because I never asked you this on the podcast. Mm. This is so random. Random. What are your tattoos, dog? Oh, oh, okay. So they can't see what we're seeing, but right now we're in the penthouse. We'll show them on Phil the next Hunt. episode in the studio with the cameras and all that. But we we had to turn we the we here? had to turn the AC off because you know it messes with the the production value. Quality. We want y'all to hear so I, us uninterrupted, unfiltered, yeah. done, whatever. I got my arms out. I got on a tank top right now. So the tattoo on my right arm, this is what I got when I turned uh, 40. I have a twin sister, and we couldn't agree. She wanted to get a tattoo. We couldn't agree on what to get. She was like, butterfly. I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> Fuck, I'm walking around with a butterfly. 6'4", 250 the pounds. The game have one on his face. He's 6'3", He's got a butterfly. He had. Didn't remember he switched it to L.A.? No, yeah. I think the butterfly's still there. He covered up L.A. with the butterfly. I don't fucking know. Go ahead. I'm not putting a butterfly in my arm. Though. He's strange. Anyway. I don't have that kind of money. I'm not putting a butterfly so in my arm. So you put a barcode on there instead? So that's the only thing we could agree on. We were at home. I had a box of pasta. I said, what about a barcode? She was like, okay. So I got the barcode on my arm. She's got the barcode on like the other side of her wrist. This same barcode? Same barcode. I don't know if, if you scan it, if yeah, it works. both on clearance at some grocery store. There you go. 50% off. The number. You get one twin or the other. You, you can't see it, but there's numbers on the bottom, which is basically my birthdays. Okay. 12-20-1979. Uh, okay. This one is from my son. This was an old tattoo I had that the guy went too deep and said, trust God. He went too deep. I keloided. So I went to the Black Ink Crew. Okay, Black I Ink. I don't know if they'll ever they'll ever put this that episode. episode up. Yeah, I don't know if they'll ever put it up. From Powell. But I told them who I was, and the guy did it, and I had him cover it up and and do it better. Okay. Um, so it looks a bit. So this is basically, you know, the same thing in the Bible, and then this this is my son's name and his date of birth underneath it. You can't see because I'm underneath dark as hell. Bible. Okay. But it says my what son's is the name. the Bible? What page is that on? Oh, there's no page. It's just random. That's not Leviticus. No, it's not Leviticus. That's not Bishop Lamar. Whitehead no, shall not be robbed. You should wear four hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry that, that to your that's congregation. A, that's in the that's in the the the, the chapter of uh, uh, Biggie Smalls, but that's not in the, <laughs> the chapter of Genesis or anything like that. That's mm. in the chapter of Harlem makes it, Brooklyn there you go. takes it. There you anyway, go. every day. Okay, I was just curious here, random shit. But you ain't got no I, tattoos? I don't have any tattoos. I'm I'm black as hell. If y'all haven't been watching the podcast, I'm, I think I'm slightly darker than Avery. So no, nah, I think I'm darker than you, bro. You might be a tad darker than me. Whatever. But, but you, can't, dark, you can't even so see the tattoos at all. My thing always was, damn. Can anybody see these? <laughs> I wanted color. Like, can you can you see the red? Can you see the a red? little bit? But it, dang, I can't see what the shapes are. What I hate when I got the tattoo, the guy was like, "I wanted colors." He was like, "Yeah, we can't do colors because exactly. you're not going to see." He's like, "I'll be and real with you." My whole thing, all the little chicks I used to match with, you know, little, little lighter skin, brown skin bras, they attracted me. Whatever, I'm darker skin mm-hmm. than they are, you know. So, 
you know, they got the color tattoos and all that. I'm looking like, oh, this shit's cute, da 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 da. But it's like, I can't do that, motherfucker. You can't do that. It's maybe if, maybe if I get the black, if I got the black light tattoos that you could only see when you turn the black light on, mm-hmm. you know, you go to the club, they stamp your hand. You come, you go out to the car, come back. They like your hand ain't stamped. You like, damn. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know, you know. Stop uh, stamping people's head. Give us a wristband. Keep it the wristband. No, stamp, stamp them light no. skin and them brown skins. No. But damn it, give me a wristband. Give me a wristband because it's I'm not fair. Skin, you can't see it. All right, they got all seven You sure you was in here before? I'm like, yes, I was, I was in here. I Nine here. flashlights on your hand because you dog. Mm. It is what it is. It is what it is. You know, dark skin struggles. Y'all hit us up and let us know. At but I don't know though pod we got an Let Instagram. Us know what type of tattoos y'all got and what they mean and all that. Yes. And, you know, yeah, we into that. I, I feel like I'm too old though now. I ain't so so I'm thirty six. Nah, it's never too late. Get you a tie. Too old to get it. Get something, but you gotta get something that means something to you. Don't just get something that's like popular now. Like mm. I remember back in the day, niggas was getting uh, tattoos like. Um, what do you call that stuff? Uh, barbed wire. So, ladies, what's, what's a good tattoo y'all think for a man to have? And dudes, what's just what y'all think is a good tattoo for a woman to have? One tattoo I was never a fan of was the titty tat. I feel like it gives dudes what do you mean? In, to in the middle of the cle- in the cleavage, just on your titty, above your well, titty. Well, I'm, ass- I'm assuming she's expecting you to look there. So yeah, that's but it, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It would invite kind of you to be like, oh, okay, what happened six. 2295. Uh, and then, of course, they be, oh, 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 deeper on my titty. If you look, I got the footprints that was my baby was born. And it's like, yeah, there's but once some you get to be put, a grandma, that's gross. There's some women who put the, the tattoo around their areola, which I think is like, that's a little much. You're doing too much. Yeah, yeah. Now, tattoo around the areola, that's definitely a stripper. Like, yeah, let's be real. Who else is going to see Anybody that? that puts it around their nipple is a stripper. Who else is going to see that? But like I said, a lot of regular girls, I think, got a little ahead of themselves, rushed into there, and then it's like, you a nurse with a titty tat. It's not bad. So as soon as I see you bend down to give me my IV and I see a titty tat, I'm about to comment on it. So Hey, what's that for? I want him moved to another room. He may be on dialysis, but I don't give a fuck. And you're like, I don't know. She bent down and had a titty tat, so I asked her about it. The fuck you want from me? That's like putting a tattoo on the ass cheek. That it's like if you see a who's tattoo on the ass cheek, you definitely stripped at some point. Yeah, who's that? For? It's like yeah, let's cut the shit. Yeah, strawberries. Word. You, you worked at Ace of Spades, didn't you? Mm, yeah. Word. Like man, nah, you worked in financing, huh? No, <laughs> you were a stripper. So actually, what well, yo? Mitch, why don't we we should uh, we got to get back in um, WTF, mm-hmm. man. We got to do some more videos this week. And then this week, yeah. I mean, or or we can get a camera and just do it right here. This week, bro. How you feel about, you know, actually, I don't want to be in a tank top on camera. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to be in a tank top. Not until I got to lose 30. I got to lose 30 pounds first. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be in a tank top on camera. I might even not wear a shirt. You got trainer coming in the morning. It is what it is. 6 a.m. I'll be there bright and early. I got to lose this weight. Absolutely. So. We back in WTF Studios. We missed y'all, so we'll get on over there and do what we do. 
Yes. For the next episode. But yeah. Please. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yes. Like, share, like, subscribe. Share, subscribe. Follow the podcast page on What's Instagram. What's the podcast at, page? But I don't know. IDK. But. B-U-T. IDK. T-H-O-P-O-D. That's right. Simple as that. We appreciate y'all listening. Yes. And we'll be back. Every Tuesday is a new episode. Follow the page. We've got some new content coming. We'll see y'all next week. Always. Every Thanks Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Like, share, subscribe. You have been listening to But I Don't Know Though, hosted by Avery Mason and Phil Hunt. Please follow the show at But I Don't Know Though Pod on Instagram, spelled B U T I D K T H O P O D. You can also follow Avery Mason at Avery Mason Official on Instagram and TikTok and The Avery Mason on Twitter. Make sure to follow Phil Hunt at I am Phil Hunt on all social media. We record live at WTF Media Studios in the heart of New York City on Canal Street. And if you like the show, please do us a favor. Like the episode, share it with your friends, leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. New episodes every Tuesday. But I don't know.